What's going on, everybody? I'm Angelo. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Just Effit Podcast. I am excited for this one because Renata and I talk about how do you align your dreams and your goals? Are your are your dreams and goals really yours? Are they or are they from other people like your family, from society, all these different things? And we're excited to bring this to you because we know there's going to be a ton of value in this one. So let's jump right into it and I'll see you guys in there. To find out what your values are. Do me a quick favor if you're as long as you're not driving and if you are in a safe place and you can do this because I hold no responsibility if anything happens. Neither does Renata or Modern Fitness, okay? So cover <laughs> my butt and we're good, all right? So if, if you're trying to figure out what you really value, take a quick look around you. Take a quick look around you and see the, see the things around you. See the, like I'm looking, as we're recording this right now, I'm looking around in my office I have books right next to me. I have, you know, the modern fitness core values right next to my desk. I have workout equipment, you know, right next to me. And I have my old police, some of my old police gear right next to me. And, you know, I I think we subconsciously place the things that we have the most importance in our lives are the things that we value the most around us. I have a picture of my family. I have a picture of Carlene and I. So what's around you? What's what what's around you right now, Renata? What's around you that kind of signifies what you value? Mm, yeah, this is such a great just a, such a great tool for people to use to really figure out what their values are. So directly in front of me on the desk, there's photos of my husband, of my kids. So that's obviously really important to me. And just like you, there are books on the desk on like uh business, on analysis, on marketing strategy. These are other things that I have placed importance on. And then in front of me directly are like my notes from talking to clients from, you know, the, the coaches meetings, the strategy, strategy sessions that we discussed. These things are all important to me as well. So the, those are definitely three things that I place a lot of importance on. In addition to my huge glass of water that I carry with me everywhere. <laughs> You have to. The water is huge. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, but the, we want to see you. Like right now, you, you're, you're going to have a free coaching call with Renata and I. And we're just going to take you on this quick journey to figure out are your values really yours or are your values from your family, your loved ones, your workplace, your environment, and how, how well do they resonate with your core beliefs? So if you did not listen to last week's podcast, this is a build off of that. So make sure you go back, listen to that podcast about change and pain and all that stuff, because that directly translates into this one. So if you haven't, go ahead and pause this episode, like literally pause this episode and go back to the last week's episode. Go ahead. I'll wait right here. Go ahead. Welcome back. All right. Welcome back. I don't know. I don't think I did that right. I'm going to have to work on that one. It was okay. Yeah, that wasn't part of the plan. Renata's like, she's like shaking her head. She's like, what are you doing? Well, I do stuff off the cuff. Okay. That's how I value that. I value that. 
why don't you fill them in on what we talked about last episode about their values versus society's values? Sure. So we talked in the previous episode about pain and goals and ultimately the pain that you experience um, is a reflection of what you really value. So what's interesting about values is they can either be one of two things. They can be your own personal values. So things that you specifically have set forth as what you place importance on, or they can be what we call social values. So essentially they are things around you, not you that have placed importance on certain things. So they can be just like Angela mentioned, they can be your immediate family. They can be your friends. They can be your workplace. They can be, you know, the people that you see at your kids' little league games. It could be your neighbors. It could literally be anything in your environment that's putting some kind of pressure on you to place importance on something. And it's really important for people to realize when a value is their own and when a value is not. Because ultimately, if you're not recognizing which values are your own and which values are someone else's, you will not feel any kind of fulfillment. It will essentially lead you astray in what your ultimate life goal is. Um, and that is when you start to lose the motivation. That's when you start to lose the inspiration for where you really want to go in your life. So really getting clear, really getting honest with yourself about what your personal values are and ignoring the other social values for the meantime is going to be really the first step for anybody to figure out what, to figure out what their values are and where they're going in this life. Mm. And, and building off of that, um, you had mentioned something earlier where, you know, you said, you know, values can be exhausting, right? Values yeah. can, um, take up a lot of energy. And that's very true. I mean, anything we do, everything we do takes some kind of energy, some kind of mental, mental, mental or physical toll um, on our bodies and on our minds. So yeah, it, it does take some energy. But when I believe when you're aligned with your real like calling, your true calling, your real values, when you are aligned with that, you should be getting charged up. You'd be getting usually have like this almost like a like a runner's high right like like a second wind when you are working where you believe you place the most value so uh, the one of my partners when i was still a cop him and i were talking you know during one of our patrol nights we were in a car and he was telling me like he's like dude like there's nights where i come home and i am dead tired and then one night he came home and his son had written his own name for the very first time. And he saw it. He, he saw the piece of paper on the table and as tired as he was, I think he said he stayed up for another like 30, 45 minutes to an hour, just kind of sitting there and, and thinking about like, damn, like my son wrote his name and he's just kind of like, look, you know, he kind of checks on his son, he's sleeping and he's like, man, like, you know, just imagining him doing that with his kid kind of kind of shows like his highest values weren't necessarily on being the best police officer or cop there was. I think one of his highest values were being the best father or being someone to provide for his family. His family was definitely a huge, huge thing because you ask this guy about his family nonstop, like literally nonstop. 
he was a great cop for sure. But when you talk to him about his family, like nonstop. So that's another thing that I noticed too. Like people have so much to talk about when it comes to something they have a true passion for. And I, I forgot where I heard it, but they were saying like the word passion, the original meaning, the Greek meaning or the Latin meaning of it is like to suffer right? Like, what are you willing to suffer for? Who are you willing to suffer for? What do you really have a passion for in life? Because if you say you want to run a business, if you say you want to be an influencer or make a ton of money, if your actions aren't lining up with that, it's not your real value. If you're not willing to suffer for that goal, it's not your real value. Or it's not as high up as you think it is. What do you think, Renata? Yeah, and that's such such a good point. I feel like more often than not, people get a little confused, a little clouded in their minds, and that's why they they just don't feel fulfilled. They don't have that energy, that spark that you talked about. They don't have that passion and desire on a particular thing because they haven't yet realized that what they think is important is actually only important because other people told them it was. And that's like the hardest lesson to learn. It really is. Because once you realize that and you try to separate yourself from what other people tell you uh, should be, what other people tell you should be your values and what your values actually are, that's a tough road to walk down because more often than not, other people aren't going to understand it. Um, but ultimately, it's going to lead you to a better place in your life. It's going to lead you to that true sense of fulfillment. That's going to give you that passion, give you that energy. Even though you're exhausted from, you know, a full day of doing whatever it is that you do, coming back to your passion will always give you that energy. It will always give you that that spark for your life. Now, if you don't mind me asking, what's possibly a value that? you may not necessarily have come up with your own, whether it was passed down or you learned it. What, if any, would you say is a value that you might have, um, have picked up on throughout your life? So I think what's an, a really interesting value that I felt like I was definitely swept up in was around motherhood. Mm -hmm. So society kind of tells mothers that they have to be amazing mothers and spend all this time with their children and make them these amazing homemade lunches and drop them off at school and pick them up and take them to little league or ballet and wash all their clothes or make their clothes or, you know, their kids are always pristine looking. But in addition to that, society also tells us that women also need to be like going to work and like being in an office and, um, you know, working that nine to five and you have to be the first one there and the last one to leave and your desk has to be spotless and you need to look like a million bucks, but also be smart and also be witty and also be like cutthroat. And that contradiction in beliefs is exhausting. There is no way that one person can be all of these things. So I definitely felt like I was swept up in this image that I had to be a quote unquote perfect mother and perfect businesswoman. And it wasn't until I realized that the only person's value that is important is my own. That was when I was really able to shed those societal values and come up with what are the values that I really hold near and dear to my heart and base all of my actions upon those values alone. Wow. 
And how long did it take for you to kind of realize that there was this like kind of a rift between the values that society has and the values that you realize, or was there a specific situation that you're like, man, these aren't, I don't even care about this. (laughs) It took a long time. Like, to be honest, I had that feeling of trying to strive for this unattainable perfection as a mother and as a woman working in the business in a business from ever since my daughter was born until after my boys were born. And there's like a three year age gap between them. So we're talking about years that I was under this false pretense, if you want to call it that. Um, And it took me that long because I never really had that self-awareness. I never really had that pause where I really reflected, where I really was honest with myself about what is important to me. And for me, it turned out to be a very pivotal moment because that's when everything changed. That's when, you know, I decided to run my, launch my own company, to launch my own website. That's when I really stopped placing importance on kind of the everyday mundane activities, which are obviously needed. So, you know, I still did them, but to make time for the things that would be the action steps to get my business off the ground. So it was a really pivotal moment. And I believe that when people get honest with themselves about what their true personal values are, it'll be a very pivotal moment for them as well. Hmm. Was there a specific situation that kind of like snapped you into it or snapped you out of it? I should say, um, that caused you to pursue this, this whole enlightenment phase of your life? (laughs) Yeah, it's actually something I've spoken about before, but it's, uh, you might remember the green laundry basket moment. Um, where I was doing the laundry one evening after work, after everyone had dinner, after cleaning up the kitchen, after putting all the kids in bed. And I was doing like the next, the, you know, the next thing on the list, the next chore, doing the laundry. And I was walking out of the laundry room, holding the green laundry basket with clean clothes piled in it, going to where I was going to fold the clothes. When I just, I mean, I honestly just had this epiphany, like, what am I doing? I've been saying to myself, like it was this nagging voice in the back of my head that I wanted something more, that I wanted to share recipes with people and help to change people's minds about what it is to to eat food that makes your body feel good, to nourish your body, to fuel your body for success. And I was holding back on it. I was holding back on it because I felt like other people were going to judge me for doing it. So I was afraid. I was scared to death of what other people would think of me because, you know, no one else had said in the people around me, no one else had said that that was something to value. Mm So, you know, when I was holding that green laundry basket with the clothes piled high, that was when I had that epiphany and realized that if I don't make the time to do this, to do what my heart is calling me to do, literally no one else will give me that time. No one else. No one is going to stop things or take over the laundry or take over all the other responsibilities. It has to be my choice. It has to be me making the decision every single day to realize that my personal values, my personal beliefs are the most important thing to me. Wow. I'm like picturing it. Like every time you tell the story, I'm always picturing it like, ah, oh, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. I ended up folding the laundry for anyone that's concerned about the laundry. It got folded. Don't worry. What about the laundry? (laughs) I can't have school tomorrow. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I really think that 
we go through life a little bit on autopilot. Like I get it because I was there and we have to really find that self-awareness. We have to really realize when we're not in alignment with our beliefs, when we're not in alignment with our values. And it's totally okay for other people to have different values. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. Other people should have their own values and that's totally cool. I am okay with that. What I'm not okay with that. What I'm not okay with is when we forget what our own values are and replace them with what other people's are. Mm. That's so good. It makes me kind of think about like, what are, what are some things that I probably grew up with and um, maybe carried on into different areas of my life that I don't really wanted to do, but I thought I had to do and I had to be this person and I had to live up to an expectation or an identity. Right. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. And yeah, for the longest time I wanted, I was a people pleaser. I wanted to make everybody happy. I wanted to, you know, make my parents proud, um, you know, be a good friend. Um, try to just not step on toes. Right. Um, yeah. But what happened was like, I was letting people get by with things I didn't think were necessarily right. Yeah. I was giving people an easy way out. Like, Oh, this dude is just being lazy. Ah, oh, no, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say anything cause I'm going to offend him. He's probably not going to like it. And then he, his mom was going to tell my mom, they'll probably get my ass beat. Or, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to let him go. And you know, I realized that when I did that, or when I, yeah, because I, I def, definitely don't do that anymore. But when I did that before, I was doing them a disservice because there was something that they could fix and I wasn't being real. So this whole like kind of suppression of my voice. And I was a, I was a quiet kid growing up. Uh, a lot of people tell me now like, oh, you know, you're so outgoing and funny. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, cool. But when I was younger, like I was, I was a quiet dude. I was a quiet kid. I didn't like kind of. I, I kept to myself. I was friends with a lot of people. Um, but I, you know, in class, I was just kind of quiet. I didn't interact too much or anything like that. And um, now I look at it all. I'm like, man, there was a lot of things that I just didn't speak up for. I didn't stand up for. And I think that's what really gave me that, uh, that sense of being part of something bigger because I was, I was playing small for so long. I was playing small and, you know, my identity of, Hey, go to college and make your parents proud, right? That's kind of like the whole Asian thing, right? Go to college, go to school, get a degree, um, marry a marry a nice wife, and live a good life. But for me, I wanted more than that. I wanted to. I didn't. I tried to do the college thing, and just like we were talking about earlier, my heart wasn't in it. So I found every way to cheat and get in trouble. I mean, I don't know how many times I got like in trouble in community college. So, you know, not, not super proud of it, but you know, it happens and I own up to it and I'm, I'm thankful that it happened because now we're doing what we're doing now. Uh, but looking at everything, like my values were trying to please other people. And that's just cause that's what I was taught. But now 
I understand that if I need to help people, if I want to help people, I got to be able to help myself first. I got to be able to be true to myself, speak my truth and just go with it. I don't have to worry about pleasing everyone because the truth is, like I say it all the time, 50% will like you, 50% will dislike you. And that's okay. It's going to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm actually really glad you brought that up because I feel like I was definitely a people pleaser as well growing up. Um, and, I, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people listening to this will feel like, you know, I'm a people pleaser too. I'm definitely someone that wants to make sure everyone's happy, everyone has their needs met, but at what expense? Like, at, what are you sacrificing for that to occur? Mm. Uh, so, mm. yeah. So I, I think this is really, this is really a great exercise for people to do, like really get quiet, really get contemplative and just think about what are your personal values? Like forget about everybody else. Forget about what everyone says that you should be doing. Just be really honest. Look at what gives you that joy, what gives you that spark, what makes you feel fulfilled. And from that comes what your real personal values are. I want to end it with this. Everyone who's listening right now, think about this. What are you sacrificing? What are you sacrificing by not living up to your true values? By being yourself and really embodying what it means to, to, to be like a peak performer, right? Aligned with your mission and your goal and your actions. Having that whole thing aligned. What are you sacrificing? Because you're too afraid to find out what you really care for. You're too afraid to hurt people's feelings. You're too afraid to chase your dreams, your goals, because somebody didn't tell you you're worth it, because somebody told you it was impossible, but because you read an article of how some people have failed, what are you sacrificing because you're letting fear or discomfort get in the way? I really encourage you guys to think about that. this has been another really great episode and let us know, send us an email, interact with us on Instagram, sign up for a private Facebook group. We'd love to have you in there. Be part of our community, be part of the hashtag. I am team effort movement. And we would love to help you out in any way we can. So Renata, thank you again for sharing and for everyone listening. Think about what you are sacrificing by not, chasing your dreams and goals. Thank you guys.